This show is a proud member of the Nerdy Legion Podcast Network. Get more at nerdylegion.com. Enjoy the show! Spoiler alert! What Did You Watch This Week is a candid discussion about recent movies and TV shows, and it may contain spoilers if you haven't watched them yet. Listen at your own risk. Episode number 333 of What Did You Watch This Week? My name is Mike. My name is John. So uh, there's nothing on this week. No, there really wasn't. Like, what I've been doing is I'll copy my notes. You know, I I keep all my notes in one note, so I'll copy the whole bunch of them and then put them on the next one. And I was going through and I'm like, delete, 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 because, you know, Quantum Leap wasn't on. Yeah, Um, I mean, I watched... The Quantum Leap episode on. I hadn't watched, the one about the kids missing. Mm. You know, the kids that ran away and they were going to die in the desert. And then they, they pulled a rookie on us. We're like, the whole episode was really good. And then at the end, like, they wrapped it up like that. And then, you know. Oh, didn't they? Like, like, it was like, she sacrificed herself for us. And doesn't her uncle live near here? We should call him. Oh, wait, he's a reporter for a local news station. And he rushed straight over with a camera crew to do a lot. Like, like it was just Boom. Yeah, how has nobody investigated them until this point? Yeah, like the, the big tease, of course, was uh, Ben remembering working with Al's daughter and knowing why, remembering why he leaped. Yeah, which again was cryptic. He, yeah. he said, "I remember why I leaped. It was to save you." Yeah, and then yeah. he leaps out. You know, his yeah. uh, fiance there. Yeah. So are um, we on like the winter hiatus? Is it a little bit? Yeah, because I noticed that like I think the rookie doesn't come back till the week after Thanksgiving. Um, let's see when Quantum Leap comes back. I don't know. I just tried looking it up. Um, maybe I'm looking in the wrong place. Episodes. Do, 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 do. So November seventh was the last one. Wow, the next episode is January second. Oh, so that shows. That is, I'm, uh, that is done, done. Yeah. We're supposed to get 18 episodes this season. We've apparently had eight, and episode nine doesn't come back till January 2nd. So, holy shite. Guess we're going to be uh, clinging on to that little nugget for a bit. How much Wait, you want to bet? looking that up on the old internet I movie database? Imda. Imda. Yeah. All right. Well, let's look up Ghosts. Okay. That was another one we did not get a new episode this week. Which was sad, because... I really like that yeah, one. Hold I on. Yeah, too. Um, I, December I looked 8th. up The Rookie. Okay. Um, the Rookie is December 4th. <sighs> yeah, we're, we're on a bit of a high hiatus. Disney's keeping us going, though, because we still got Andor. And then yeah. as, as Andor is getting done, we're going to get the Willow TV series starting on the 30th. Yeah, I'm trying. I think I need to go watch the Willow movie. I do as well, and it is on Disney Plus. So yes, it is. Yeah. Now, um, so this week is the s- season finale of Andor, is it not? Mm, is it? 
I think it is. Hmm. I'm going to look that one yeah, up. Next episode of Young Rock is December 2nd. Wow. Which is the same time the rookie comes back, so seems about right. Um, yeah, this is the season finale, episode 12. So we just had Daughter of Ferrix. Yep. And, yep, we'll do that one. And then we've got, uh, like I said, the next week after that, like one week later, we get Willow starting out. Yeah. So I like that they're spacing that out to keep us in at least one show at a time. Yep. Yeah. It was, um, I mean, I liked having She-Hulk and Andor at the same time, but mm-hmm. yep. such different properties. Yeah. <laughs> Um, did you end up speaking of Disney plus we had talked last week very briefly, but did you end up going back and watching the rest of tales of the Jedi? I've watched a couple more episodes. Um, I still have three episodes left. Uh, the show your, math, I watched your, your math doesn't make sense, sir. There are six episodes total oh. last week. You would watch two or okay, three. I have, I have, Two episodes left then. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That makes more sense. He's yeah, I have, I have five and six left. I'm, I'm just okay. reading about the Sith Lord episode four. I did hmm. watch that. So I have episodes five and six left. Gotcha. So. It's quite a time commitment. Yeah. 10 minutes what? each yeah i'll rip them out tonight I, I really haven't been paying a lot of attention to like tv i guess i've been watching mostly i've been watching a lot of grim but like i throw grim on and then i sit down and i make my mom her calendar for her birthday mm-hmm. i make her a calendar every year with pictures from the year with the kids and i try to incorporate other people and it doesn't matter it ends up just being basically all, all my kids thanks you know but it's not just one picture uh a month because I have to make it. It's a collage type thing. Yeah. Like some, some months have one picture depends on the picture. Like if it's a really good one, then that's all you need. But a lot of times it's a collage. So, you know, and she, I've been making it now for her every year for. Well, Kanan's going to be Kanan's 16. So probably 15 years. So it's a long time. Yeah. Yeah. So like that takes a lot of time to do that. And then I've been working on other like Christmas related stuff, trying to figure out what I'm going to get people doing a lot of searching, trying to find the right thing, obsessing a little too much. Mm. I know how that works. Yeah. You are so easy. <laughs> like so easy. I don't hear that often about myself. Yeah, no, it was, I was just like, huh? I wonder if they make this. Do, 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 do. Oh, they do. Oh, look at that. Oh, that's fucking perfect. <laughs> Check. But like my son, um, my oldest son, I'm taking him to Canada for hockey in, uh, in, in March. I bought tickets to a couple of games in this Canadian, uh, this what Quebec league like? to watch hockey. Oh, oh, oh. Did I say play hockey? I'm no, you own. said you said for hockey. So, oh, yeah, we're going to go watch hockey. He loves hockey. We're going to watch this Canadian league, this Quebec league specifically. 
Um, it's three hours one way for so which isn't really that bad, quite frankly. Mm-hmm. You got to drive through Jackman, so it's pretty. But anyways, yeah. So we're gonna head up there for two games, uh, Friday and a Saturday night, and uh, that's kind of like his big gift that we're doing. That he won't, you know, like he doesn't know it, but like mm-hmm. he's gonna love it. Like the league we're going to see uh, averages three point six fights a game. The yep. NHL, the NHL averages like point three fights a game. <laughs> nice. So you know, it's old school hockey. Uh, all a bunch of old enforcers and goons and 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 who cares? I'm just I'm going to watch a fight and a hockey game breaks out. Legit. So, um, that's fun. My daughter, I'm trying to think what I'm going to do with her. That's where it's difficult. Wesley's yeah. kind of easy. He told us what he wants. Switch. Ah. Uh. I'm hoping for uh. Black Friday deals on that. Um, not to be negative, but usually they don't. Usually their Black Friday deal is yeah. here's the Switch bundle with Mario Kart 8. They've been doing the same bundle for like the last four years. Oh, really? Well, it's staggeringly dumb. It's not even a discounted price. It's just here's the Switch well, with Mario Kart 8. Yeah, basically. Yeah. And that's, I've already seen that. Like you can buy that at Walmart right now, I think for $2.99. Yep. But I want to get the OLED version so like the regular switch has got a 6.2 inch screen the oled has a seven inch screen it's got more memory so it's 50 bucks more but it's the newer model so like why would i not spend the 50 bucks more already spent 300 fucking dollars rent 350 right you know and also like yes i could cheap out and spend 199 and get them just the regular you know the all-in-one switch where everything's built in together but again it's a lot smaller and you can't hook it up to your TV. Right. Isn't the point of it? You can hook it up. That's what's ingenious about it is you can hook it up to your TV and mm-hmm. play it on the TV. And I can like Canaan has, I've bought, I bought Canaan's had a switch for a few years and I've spent the 20 bucks a year every year to get him the, uh, like the switch membership or Nintendo membership where you get access to all the old original games. Yep. And I might cancel this cause I don't know if he actually uses it. I know it's only 20 bucks, but I'll end up getting that for Wesley. We'll set his it, docking station up to our TV. So here's the thing. They have another one, and they yeah. do usually do sales on these. So you uh, maybe you were just saying this, um, but they have the regular Nintendo Switch online for 20 bucks. But I think it's like 50 bucks is the family plan. And actually, no, it's probably like 35. But it's basically you can have up to, I think, like four Switches four Nintendo accounts on the family plan and they all get that stuff. I just typed in Nintendo family plan, Nintendo switch online. Mm -hmm. Stupid game came up as a best buy ad. They, um, here we go. You can, you can upgrade an existing Nintendo switch online to a family plan. Switch online expansion pack, make your games even better. Nope. Don't do that. No, I'm not. Here we go. Shop memberships. Oh, they have the Nintendo one, Super Nintendo. Well, it's it's being difficult. Okay, I don't want the expansion packs, right? Correct. The expansion oh, yeah. packs add on the uh, N64 games and the Sega Genesis games that... It also lets you play Mario Kart 8 Deluxe Booster Course Pass. 
Splatoon 2 Octo Expansion, Animal Crossing, yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. I only really care about Nintendo NES and Super NES online. <laughs> um, but, oh, okay, here we go. Family membership. Great for up to eight at Nintendo accounts. The bigger you group, the more you save. $34.99 for a year. Yep. So I can do that for Kanan and Wesley and whatnot. So that's probably what I'll end up doing. And like I said, sometimes heads up on that. Yeah. Sometimes they'll do that. Like PlayStation does the same thing where they're like, you know, it's $60 for a yearly thing or during black Friday, it's $45. So sometimes you'll see those as sales. Yeah. They know you're going to buy the system no matter what. The family membership for the switch online and expansion pack is 80 bucks. Yeah, you don't need the expansion pack. Don't care about that. Neither one of your kids would know what N64 was, so. Right. But but yet, yeah, they know what NES and Super NES is. At least you would join them on the NES and Super NES. They do, because I have the SNES Classic Edition. Uh And Wesley plays Mario Kart on that all the time. Yep. That's a good thing. So, but yeah, anyhow, I'm trying to think of what I want to do with Addison. I'd like to try and play special, something special with her. Like, she loves manga. Mm-hmm. As I like to tell her, say it, what I, I call it manga when I talk to her, just to drive her crazy. Nice. How's your manga books? What? Your mango books you got there. Anyways. Oh, yeah, I call them mango. There you go. Yeah. So I thought about taking her to the Boston Anime Convention in April. Hmm. Yeah, that would be so damn expensive to do. It probably would, yeah. It's ninety-five bucks for a weekend pass, or sixty-five bucks a day, and then it's like, okay, well, if you just go down for the day, you got to leave at like fucking four in the morning, so you get down there and get parked to get there when the doors open. Mm-hmm. So if you spend the night, you got to spend a couple hundred bucks to spend the night. So it's almost like. <sighs> so then it's like, oh, maybe I can just find an enormous, like you know manga store that sells all kinds but then like i think about the fact like books a million in bangor like the second floor half the second floor is all manga books and it's like that's really don't need to go anywhere does she have a particular series that she's really into right now oh something to do with toilets uh that yeah toilets in the title i don't know okay uh she loves demon slayer but she now has all 23 because I got her the last seven she needed already. Yeah, but the thing is, um, manga has followings like the stuff that we do, you know, like wrestling, like video games. So yeah. if she's really into Demon Slayer, there's probably a trillion and one like statues, busts, um, yeah. lithographs for the wall. There's like a million and one different things that you could do. Yeah. Um, in that respect. Well, so there is a Japanese anime store called like anime Zaka or something like that down in Boston, which I like, Oh, maybe we'll take her down there. But I didn't, I was looking at it and it seemed to be more everything except the books practically. Gotcha. So, but I don't know. Anyhow, I'll figure it out, but that's what kind of I've been spending my week doing is a lot of researching and looking things up and, you know, checking concert dates or checking venues for what they have coming up in the spring to see if something <laughs> I want to take my wife to or whatever. Um, Were you able to get Taylor Swift tickets? 
I didn't even try. I don't. I don't. I. I could. I don't care at all. Mm. Um. But you know what's good's gonna come out of this? Hopefully. Uh, is that there's already an antitrust lawsuit against them? Exactly, because Ticketmaster <laughs> and Live Nation is fucking bullshit when it comes to yep. tickets. It, it really kill. Like, think. Okay, Kanan wants to go see Anthrax and Black Label Society in Portland at the Cross Insurance Center Arena, whatever it's called, because wow. they got to name one in Portland and Bangor the same fucking thing, but one word different. Because he does, right? No, I'm just I'm trying to figure out how a 16 year old knows anthrax he just likes metal anyhow so he wants to go which is fine general mission tickets where you can stand on the floor are like 55 bucks which is not bad okay there's 20 dollar fee for each ticket yeah like yeah, that it's is bullshit. Such, it's that's such bullshit. bullshit like you're telling me like Ticketmaster needs to charge 20 dollars a ticket for a fee to this concert so if they sell 2000 tickets, they just made, you know, 40 grand. 40, yeah, on this one show in Portland, Maine on one night. The the, the overhead of that company is so large. <laughs> that, you know what I mean? Yeah, considering that they're all online. Right. No. Like it, that that to me, that's where it just grinds my gears. I would rather Find a reason to go to Portland on a Monday through Friday between eight and four and go to the box office directly and buy the tickets to save the fees. Just yeah, to say, you can't fuck even do that anymore, master. can you? Yeah, you can. That's what I mean. Oh, the box is open. Huh? I didn't realize you could still do that. I figured Ticketmaster would have shut that down by now. Nope, nope. You can go to the box office and buy the tickets directly. It's open Monday through Friday, nine to four. But it's not convenient. <laughs> but I'd almost rather do that just to say, F you, Ticketmaster. Yeah. You know, like whenever WWE comes to Augusta, I just take a break at work and I drive to the Civic Center and I buy my tickets direct right there. I did, you know, actually, anytime I do something at the Civic Center, I go buy the tickets at the box office. Hey, I can pick up the seat I want to sit in and I save a fortune in fees. <sighs> Fucking Ticketmaster. So, yeah, that's the good thing to come out of that. Yep. So, anyhow, like I said, like there's I mean, already one. So, yeah. So anyhow, like I've been saying, I bought a ton of I watched quite a bit of of Grimm, which is a great show. The first three seasons. And then it starts kind of going downhill for me. Yep. For a yeah, couple we talked seasons. a bit about that last yeah. week. So like I watched the season three finale where Adeline pretends to be Juliet and sleeps with Nick. Um, to take his grim powers, mm-hmm. and then I skipped to episode six in season four, where Juliet like does the same magic thing to become Adeline and sleeps with Nick, so he can get his grim powers back. But then that's what causes Juliet to become a hexen beast, and she can't get rid of it. And then that's yeah. what eventually leads to her death, and then this mysterious Eve that shows up. Uh huh. Yeah, and then you look at how big of a piece of shit Adeline was to Nick and his friends and everything, and it's like, yeah, they somehow end up together in a loving relationship. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, I guess I'll rewatch this and see how they pull that off to see if they actually has legs or if we just said fuck it when we watched it the first time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, 
the Connors is good. I like it. Alaska Daily is okay. Uh, it's not must-see TV for me, but it's not terrible. Okay. What What do you got? I watched the next episode of The Peripheral. Um, it is an enjoyable show. Yep. Um, I, 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 again, I can't give it a hard sell, but it's good quality sci-fi. It's got the twist of, like, she's existing in in the time period now and the time period in the future. Yeah. Like she's, she's able to log into her peripheral in the future uh, and then pop back here. So, you know, there are people trying to kill her back here, but then they got stuff going on in the future. So it's got some good twists to it. Um, it's got some good badass moments, you know, seeing the, uh, the entire squadron of highly trained professional coming out to take out the good old boys, but the good old boys happen to be, you know, a um, military group, that all serve together. So they're way better than the fully decked out commando squad or mercenary squad. Yeah. Um, it, it is, it's an enjoyable show. Um, we watched, I can't remember if I talked last week, but we, uh, we had done the final episode of Matt, Matt Smith's run. And, uh, yeah, it, that's, that's always emotional. That's always super emotional. Like I've seen it like four times now and every time it's just like, ugh. and I wasn't going to do it, but, um, cause there was no time lapse, unlike with you and I. So at the end of the episode, when, you know, they're walking across the battlefield and Clara picks up the phone and hangs it back on the TARDIS. I was, I just looked at Julie and I went, remember that that's important. She's like, okay. I was like, not for a while, but it's important. And then we went ahead and watched Deep Breath, you know, the first full Capaldi episode. And that was a rough one. That that's a rough episode because, you know, basically you had Clara talking as the audience, you know, saying, I reject him. I don't know who that is. Why is he old? Why does he have gray hair? What's wrong with this? Yes. And then, you know, you have the phone conversation at the end that I went ahead and told her, I was like, you know, Matt Smith's final episode was December 25th of 2015. And this one didn't air until August of 2016. So we had eight months in between. And to, I said, I remember talking about it and being like, they set it up. They set the whole thing up with that phone hanging off the side of the TARDIS. Like it's just, it's crazy to think that they had it back then, you know, that they knew that this was going to be happening. And yeah. So to have that phone call and Peter Capaldi, you know, you might want to pick that up. Could be your boyfriend. And, you know, to have Matt Smith talking to her and saying that man right there, that's me. And the way that they juxtaposed it, you know, to have Matt Smith say, is that the doctor? And Peter Capaldi go, is that the doctor? At the same time, you're just like, oh, oh it's, it's it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. And it was so necessary because Capaldi's doctor came in with chips on both shoulders. Like he came in as a yep. mean, aggressive, crotchety. Like he had that beautiful line when he, him and the, um, the automaton were flying over London and basically he was like, it's over. You know, there's no promised land. You've been doing this for thousands, maybe millions of years trying to rebuild yourself. You're never going to get there. 
you know what you need to do. You need to just end your programming. And he's like, my basic programming will not let me self-deactivate. Basically, he couldn't commit suicide. And right. Capaldi's like, well, my basic programming won't let me murder you. And then they fight for a little bit. And he has that line where he looks at him and goes, one of us is lying about our basic programming, aren't they? And then you never see what happens. You just see the automaton impaled. So who was lying? Did Capaldi kill him or did he commit suicide? Either way, it's tragic and it's dark. Right. And then we get introduced to Missy who says, oh, my boyfriend can be so mean sometimes. Did he push you or did you jump? You know what? It doesn't matter. Oh, it was such a heavy episode. Like Matt Smith's final episode was heavy. This was heavy. This was fucking heavy. And to think that we watched this all those years ago with an eight month gap and saw the phone thing. And we're like, Oh my fucking God. Yeah. It's quite the, um, ah, it's just awesome. Yeah. So it's just awesome. We, we haven't gone any further than that. Um, the nice thing is, uh, Julia's on vacation starting Wednesday. I'm on vacation this week. She's on vacation starting Wednesday. You know, she took vacation on Wednesday and then we've got Thursday, Friday off because we're state employees. So we're, uh, we're going to be able to catch up on a few things. One of which is going to be Willow. We're going to watch that. She's never seen it. I haven't seen it in fucking forever. I so the last time I watched it. Yeah. Um, but I, saw a thing the other day that was like a it was not really a behind the scenes but it was kind of a behind the scenes slash like juxtaposition uh, like at one point they showed oh god um i can't even remember her name now it's been so long um they showed uh the the captain of the guard with mad martigan you know the that morta's yeah. daughter yes yes and they showed a battle scene with the two of them from the original movie. And then we got to see her raising a chalice now. And I'm like, Oh my God, they got the same actress. Um, I'm just, I'm so stoked for it because I remember watching that movie a million times as a kid. It was the first real high fantasy. You know, there wasn't the, the Lord of the Rings trilogy at the time. There wasn't anything like that. There was star Wars, star Trek, but you know, for high fantasy, like that was, that was just amazing. And I can't wait to watch it again and then see what this series is going to be like. Yeah. I'm, I, I haven't watched the Willow movie in such a long time. Um, I really do need to rewatch it sometime mm-hmm. um, yeah. before the series kicks on. Well, we've got um, a week from Wednesday yeah. is when the series comes out. So you got plenty of time. I think we're going to hit that one up. We're going to hit up a couple other like shows, movies, catch up on some stuff. Um, yeah. We did watch. That's another show that I watched that you don't. We watched one of the um, specials. Euphoria between season one and season two had two specials that were supposed to bridge the gap. One's all about Rue. One's all about Jules. We watched the Rue episode. It was 57 minutes of that 57 minutes. I think 55 of them took place in a diner with just Rue talking to her sponsor. And it was probably one of the most heartfelt, profound episodes of anything that I've seen in a long time. Well, that's, that's good then. I couldn't it started like the way you, 
it, it seemed like you were starting like, oh, it was like it was going to be boring. So that's pretty right. awesome. Well, that's what I thought. I had seen some people online talking about, you know, it, the entire episode takes place in the diner. I'm like, oh, God, it was. Dude, it was mind blowing. Like at the end of it, I was just like shook. They did so well. The writing on that was so amazing. Just listening to them go back and forth, him talking about, you know, suicide, addiction, uh, dependency, fucking up your life. It, it, it was, it was never preachy. Like you would expect. It was so well done that it just, it blew my mind. It was amazing. I don't nice. think that the, that the second special is going to be nearly as good. Maybe it will be, but that's one thing I always liked about that show is that they have really good writing on it. It's dark, but it's good. Nice. Yeah. What else you got? Oh, geez. Um, have you watched, did you watch the first episode of Tulsa King? I did not. I've got that on my list that says okay. watch Tulsa King. Um, we didn't watch the second episode because it aired yesterday and we just didn't have time. Um, but I still, I enjoyed the first episode quite thoroughly. I will tell you that I have watched now the first three episodes of cabinet of curiosities. Oh, you should stop. Well, here's the thing. Um, Aaron Hall, you know, Linda's son. Yeah, he, he uh, it's funny. I was like, yeah, I was talking to Mike and he's like, I don't know, Mike. And I was like, Mike Labby. He's like, I don't know him. And I was like, you do. He worked at the movie store after your mom left. And he's like, oh, OK. I said, we do the podcast together. He's like, oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, but anyway, he said that um, number three, episode number three was one of his favorites. And it was quite an astounding episode. But he said that his absolute favorite was episode seven. And I'm not sure which one is episode seven. Um, I'm planning on pushing through and seeing all of them. Um, the first three were good. They were, they were, I don't want to say generic, but I've seen the stories, you know, the third one, not really. Yes. The third one was really pretty unique and it felt almost like there were two different stories going on. Um, yes. Um, so law 36 is the one of the, with, um, uh, Tim Blake Nelson, he buys the, the uh, storage unit, right? Yeah, and, and yeah. that was – you saw what was coming on that for the most yeah. part. I mean they had a little twist, but you, you kind of saw what was coming. He was a piece of shit. He got what was coming yeah. to him. Uh, graveyard Get Rats, that Jesus. was a good episode. <laughs> that was a claustrophobic episode and creepy. Like, yeah, I've, I've seen that one done a couple other times on short yep. stories too. Exactly. Like that one's definitely been done more than once. Um, it, when, when the when the giant rat appeared, did you immediately go, "Oh, rouse"? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and then the autopsy. That was episode three. That was my favorite episode. That was so unique because, yes. like I said, it felt like it was a couple of different episodes. The speech that he was having at the end as he was cutting the body open that he was in, yeah. the the speech was brilliant. Uh, just listening to him describe what he was, what he's been doing, etc. Yeah. And then to see the doctor like taking steps to prevent him from continuing on in yeah. life. Yeah. Yeah. That was wild. 
it, it was it was really good. Um, yeah, I enjoyed that thoroughly. Uh, episode four. Whew! It's it's okay. <laughs> it's got Katie. Is that you? Katie is that you reassuring me? Yeah, it's okay. And then after that, it just it just it just fucking goes downhill pretty hard. So, and then episode so, seven. That's his say, favorite episode. episode. Seven. Yep. He said that it's. He said that he feels that it's his favorite episode of anything that he's watched for a while. Man, I don't think I trust his opinion. <laughs> well, he also really liked Barbarian. We got into an argument over that. Okay then. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't know about that. And then the the episode eight. Oh, not great. Mm. All right. Well, I wish you. I wish you luck, sir. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I, I wish you luck. Um, yeah. Did you watch any of the English? No, no. That one's not at the top of my list. Like, I, I'm not a big one. You know that for yeah. you know frontier stuff, westerns, wars. Yeah. Um, so it's not really at the top of my list. But are you still enjoying it? We finished it last week before oh, that's we right you, yeah, you like we watched all right we burn we just burned through all six episodes over veterans <laughs> day weekend uh even though we went to canada there um i tried watching the first episode of 1899 last night that from, is i'm very excited to watch that from the uh, creators of dark and yes. i i wasn't i was too distracted so i stopped because i wasn't giving it my full attention and I want to make that, sure I give it the benefit of the doubt. <laughs> That's why I haven't started watching it yeah. yet. I saw somebody, it, it might've been a review, but they basically said right from the get go, it's a mystery in a mystery in a mystery. And if it's anything like yeah. dark, then yeah, you can't do it as a background show. Yep. And even though English is its original language with other foreign languages in it, but the English is the predominant one. It's oh, so it's, oh, yeah. okay. I thought yeah. it was dubbed. No, English is the primary language. Okay. Um, so that's kind of cool. Um, but yeah, I, uh, I'm going to give it my full attention at some point. Uh, and then that will, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Wesley made a paper cell phone out of construction paper. Okay. And he just walked in and picked it up and then he walked out. See, there it is. He's showing you, John. Oh, his yeah. Cell phone, yeah. And he just kind of walked in and picked it up and, and put it up on his head like he was talking. And it just made me chuckle. Very nice. Creative. Yes, you're very creative. Yep. Did, and the other thing he made out of construction paper was a switch. Oh. Yeah. Well, did, did you pull the thing like our dads would have done and said, well, there you go. Now you don't need me to buy you one. You just made one yourself. Yeah, no, I, I, uh, I'm not an asshole. <laughs> there's a switch, you know? So, I mean, yeah. you know what I mean? He did a good job on it. So nice. Yeah. Very, very accurate. Uh, all right, buddy. Take care. Anyways. Um, 1899. Give it. Oh yeah. I, 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 it's, it's the original language is English on it. And then it's, uh, there's other languages like Japanese and German. I think, I think someone was speaking Norwegian, uh, but English is the primary language. That's even more exciting for me then. Cause yeah. not that dark had anything wrong with it, but that was one of the struggles was it, where you especially couldn't look away because you had to read the subtitles. 
Yep, exactly. So, what else you got? Uh, let's see. Are you now caught up on Young Rocks? I know last week you hadn't watched that episode. Yes, I am all caught up. So you had Rocky heel. Sucks and then On the Ropes. Yeah. Two very, very different energy episodes. Like, I kind of wanted to continue the story of... I, I appreciate what they're doing, jumping in and out, but, like, I was ready. I wanted to hear more about his heel turn and, and how that turned out. And they're like, nope, here's an episode back in the day with Baby Dewey. Yeah, no, I know what you're saying. Um, I got to sneeze. I, I feel it coming. Um, no, I know what you're saying. Uh, the, the heel turn episode, again, there's some creative licensing in there, creative freedomness mm-hmm. in there, if you will. Pretty much damn spot on. I mean, pretty yeah. damn spot on. Yeah. For how how what really happened, and they do a great job with it. They really do a great job with it. Um, they even had the commentators like from the episode, like they played that the the, the voice clips of the commentators from the episode. They didn't reenact that. Oh wow! From that, yeah, from that episode of Raw and, and what? Actually, yeah, so. that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, when you say that, I I do believe that I was like, oh yeah, that sounds like the original audio. Yep, and it was. Um, it's just a good show. Like they really do do a good job with it. I don't think you'd have to be a wrestling fan to watch it. Uh, Um, now as far as like, um, like, like on the ropes, like I don't have, um, all the, like, I don't know. Like I, I have a good idea of what happened in Hawaii and everything with, with his grandmother's promotion, but That's what I was going to ask you. There's a lot more creative licensing going on there. Like Macho Man Randy Savage, I was not at The Rock's wedding because he was in WCW at the time. Um, mm. You know, like stuff like that. And I don't ever recall Savage actually being in Hawaii ever. So like, there's things like that. So like, I enjoyed the On the Ropes episode. I thought it was entertaining, but I, I, I can't sit here and quote you and tell you 100%. Yep, that's what happened, or no, it didn't, or or whatever it is. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, so the guy that, that his grandma was working with, was it L- less or yeah. I kept calling him yeah. La Lars, 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 Lars Anderson. Right. Yeah. He really did help promote in, in, uh, Hawaii with her. Yeah. He still lives there. Basically. Was he still a piece of shit? Because they were really well, making him out to be a big piece of shit. That's one point of view. I mean, I'm sure okay. he has a different point of view. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I've never met him. I mailed him a trading card. Uh, he signed it and mailed it back to me with my postage page envelope. So there's Thanks. my positive experience. Thanks. So, that works. Yeah. I think the only other thing I have to talk about is Andor. Uh, let's see. Yeah, Andor, then movies, trailers, stuff and things. Yeah. Uh, my movie count is very low. Mine is one and a half. You're half ahead of me. <laughs> nice. Uh, Andor, loved it. Yes. Absolutely loved it. It was. Go ahead. 
No, uh, the only thing I'm disappointed with, and I'm I hope we do, is we didn't get to see what happened with Andy Serkin's character. I can't think of what his name is on the show. Right. Finn or not not Finn. Um, it doesn't matter. That was the only thing, and I hope we get to see what happens with him. Yep. Um, we haven't been mentioning it these past couple episodes, so we really should like. I want to take a minute here to say that poor Bix. Bix is getting fucking destroyed. She's getting interrogated. She's oh. being like just tortured and run over the coals. Tortured. Yeah. Like in the first, um, in, in a new hope, we saw Leia, you know, refusing to talk to Vader. And then the probe droid came in and they slammed the door shut. We never got to see anything that happened in there. Same thing with, um, Han in Bespin. You know, before the carbonite, they they started leaning him forward. You heard the sparking and, you know, they cut to outside the room and you heard him screaming, but you never saw anything. You're not specifically seeing any more here, but you're seeing the aftermath. You're seeing the interrogation like Mm -hmm. Bix is getting roughed up hard. Well, have you ever watched? I can't remember. Did you watch Run, Sweetheart, Run on Amazon Prime yet? Okay. No. So that the same kind of thing happens there. Okay. Where all, the majority of the violence is off camera behind closed doors, but then you okay. see like how the person looks after how that you know when they're all roughed up and bleeding and bruised and whatnot. Um Yeah, no, Bix is 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 suffering. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, this go ahead. Not necessarily fairly. I mean, the first few episodes, yes, she knew who Andor was, and she wasn't actively, like, she's not his biggest fan. She's not the source they think she is. Right. Her buddy there uh, turned him in and got the Imperials called on the city, so he's the one that fucked them over. Mm -hmm. Um, But he also got shot in the process, you know, trying to defend her. Yeah. so yeah, they. This is a bad, as they would say in politics today. These are bad optics for the empire because you know they're basically torturing this woman, thinking she's going to give information. She doesn't have information. Right. Um. Yeah. Um. Andor's mother dies. Again, off screen. Yeah, off screen at the beginning. So they're going to have a funeral for her. So the. The hope of the Empire is that it lures Andor back because they're trying to find him. Right. Um, it's a very involved funeral process for these people. Oh, yeah. It's over yeah. like two days. Then they get cremated. Then they get bricked where they basically get their ashes, get condensed down to a brick that then becomes part of the remembrance wall. Yep. Yeah. Pretty involved process. It really is. Yeah, it really is. And she's not his biological mother, but she might as well be his mother. You know, she's his adopted mother. Um, I think the saddest part of this was how depressed the droid was. Oh, my God. He's just like, you know, I want her to come back. I'm going to wait here for her. (laughs) Like, she's not coming back. And he's like, I'll wait anyway. Oh, yeah. It was fucked up. Um, But, yeah, so this is the aftermath of the prison break for them. Yep. And. They, I love how they tried to, they're, they're like, we're going to steal that ship. He's like, can you fly it? He's like, I don't know. Yeah. So 
they, they're like, yeah, let's go over there and let's steal that ship. And they get fucking netted, like instantly yeah. netted. And they think they're going to get killed. And, and basically the guys are like, oh, wait, you hate the Empire? The Empire killed all the fish, you know, by putting their prison out there. Yeah. Um, yeah, but we'll take you on a ride somewhere. <laughs> like they, they just have, like cool shits. They're just like fishermen. They're like, yeah, cool. Come with us. Andor goes back to that uh, uh, tourist place he was to get his case that was left in his room mm-hmm. with all his stuff in it, money yeah. and whatnot. Um, I think for me, the biggest scene in the mo- in the movie in the episode though is is Luthen going to talk to Saw Gerrera. Well, I was going to say which part the uh, the Saw Gerrera part was huge. Go ahead. Yeah. Well, no, but he just goes to talk to Saw Gerrera and basically to say like. Hey, this is what's going down. The ISB know about the impending assault. We need to back off. And Guerrero's like, no, no, we need to go in now. Like, so they have a, a, a debate on if they should pr- approach her. And Luthen's like, no, we're not fucking doing it. Hey, I'm going to pull a gun on you. I'm going to get out of here because now you're going to listen to me and you're going to understand reason and realize we can't do this. You know, and I, I liked some of his logic there where he basically told Saw you know, he's like, well, why are you letting so-and-so do it? And he's like, because somebody's got to do it. He's like, yeah. they, they're expecting it. Somebody's got to do it. And he's like, well, you know, I could do a better job. He goes, yeah, but you know me. And if you right. get caught, you know me. If this yeah. guy gets caught, he doesn't know me. So I don't yep. worry about him telling on me. And he's like, I wouldn't say anything. He's like, you know what? I'm not taking the risk. Yeah. And and then the other thing, it's like, you know, and then Grail's like, well, it's so you're going to just let him sacrifice himself because that's essentially what it's going to become with no support is a suicide mission. Yep. And Luthen's just like, I mean, yeah, this this is how it works. This is war. Well, what have you sacrificed? And then he cuts into his promo about what he's given up for. And it makes you go, yeah, he's, he's given up a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, he's sacrificing a lot. Yes, he's it, maybe it looks like he's benefiting monetarily, this, that, whatever, but he is taking the biggest risk. He's kind of making the most sacrifices, and he really is dedicated to the rebellion and what they can do and, and what he wants them to do. Yep. Um, so that's huge. Yep. And then when he goes to leave, <laughs> um, that's that's pretty awesome, right? Yeah, that was yeah. um. That was some Star Wars stuff right there. That was dude. Some... Yes, that this is the most Star Wars things we've absolutely. Yes, you're you're 100 right. In all of Andor, you know, he basically a giant imperial. It's not even well. I mean, it's a star destroyer, but it has like yeah. multiple radar dishes on the front of it. Yeah. And they go to check his credentials, and they're taking forever. Yep. And the guy's like, you know what? Let's just tractor him in anyway. You know. Yep. Even and, if he and, passes, let's just tractor him in. Yeah, then they get his valid credentials, and he's like, yeah, well, we're still going to board him because we need the practice. Yeah. Yeah. But meanwhile, Luthen has been, like, charging up his engines, and they're like, power that down. And he's like, sorry, I'm a one-man crew here. My engine's on fire. And they're like, well, power time. it down. And, yeah. yeah. But he basically sets himself up to run, and he charges up oh, his yeah. engine. and and gets all ready, goes to punch it. Um, he's pushing back against them, and they're like, "Crank up the tractor beam as high as you can." You know, he was yeah. he was fighting against a level two tractor. They're like, "Crank it up to five. Yeah. And as soon as they do that, he launches countermeasures, which destroy that front satellite. Mm-hmm. Tie fighters come for him. He yep. systematically wrecks the tie fighters all uh-huh. of them. easily. Uh-huh. <laughs> Easily outmaneuvers, outflies, outguns them, and then he's got like fucking lightsabers on his ship. 
I, I've never I seen that before. Yeah, I didn't quite understand that. Um, I mean, it was cool. He sliced those TIE fighters in half. I mean, mm-hmm. Luthan ain't no one to mess with, apparently. Nope. Nope. And then he just <laughs> pieced out into hyperspace. Yep. So. Um, um, and then you get the Mon Mothma stuff. Which. Yeah, that's. That, there's a lot going so, on there. So she's essentially the bottom line is she's fucked. So she hates the traditions of her people because yeah. like in her case, she was wed to her husband at like 14, 15 years old. Like it was an arranged marriage because that's how her culture does it. And they were introduced. She doesn't love him anymore. She doesn't care. He's just, he, you know, he's living the high life and enjoying partying and being a Senator's husband he doesn't give a care in the world. She's trying to fight the rebellion or fight the empire as part of the rebellion in like we've discussed, uh, you know, in her higher and more lucrative way. Um, but it turns out that her daughter is a rebellious teenager. And part of her rebellious teenagerness is that she likes the old traditions you know, she likes where she came from and thinks, you know, Hey, it worked for you and dad and it worked for everybody else. So I want to do that. Could be because she's rebelling. Could be that she really does like the traditions. I mean, you see that with religion a lot, you know, you'll have people who bring up their children in a very strict religious household and the child rebels and says, I want nothing to do with it or vice versa. You know, they're like, hey, we're going to be wild and crazy and we're not going to have a religion. The kid's like, I want to be Christian fundamentalist or I want to <laughs> join Islam or something like that. Yeah. Um, so either way, Mon realizes that she's kind of fucked because yep. one, one of two things can happen right now. Uh, basically, she what is it like 400,000 credits are missing from her account. Yeah. Um, and the empire is going to audit and they're going to see that and it's going to cause an investigation. They're going to come yep. looking for it. So she reached out to the, the, um, slime ball guy and he's like, well, I can try to help you cover it, but I, I just want my son to meet your daughter. Just let them meet each other. But she knows yep. that basically that meeting will turn into his son saying, you know, Hey, we're 15. Let's get married. And she'll go, Oh my God. Yes. Yeah. Yes just to be a dick to her mom. So she's either going to go to jail or get executed. Let's get married. Jesus. Yeah. It's like it's game of Thrones or something. Um, I mean, but is she though? What do you mean? Is she going to go to jail or get executed? I mean, she's a former Senator. She's not. Well, you know what I mean? Like you and I know that she's not going to, but this is what she is staring down the barrel of. She's thinking, you know, if they do the audit and the money is missing, they're going to open an investigation. It could tie back to Luthen. It could tie back to any number of other people that I have helped out or supported in the rebellion. Either way, she's she's fucked. But if she takes this guy's help, her daughter's going to get married off to his son. Their families are going to be tied together and he will basically own her because he knows why he's giving her the money. Yeah. So, yeah, it kind of like when we met Mon Mothma in um, A New Hope, it was like, oh, okay. she She's the leader of the rebellion. Whatever. Who cares? Um, now you're seeing much more of what she went through to get to this place. This isn't what 
but what spurred her to join the rebellion. But this is, this is the, the steps that she had to go through the hurdles she had to overcome the shit she had to wade through in order to get to where she is right. in the rebellion. And right. it, it makes her that much more sympathetic. Yes. Fair enough. Fair enough. I'm sad. We got one episode left. I've absolutely loved watching this show. I, I, I feel like we're going to get blown away and um, we're definitely going to leave on a high note. I think, I think so too. And then I yep. think the next season is going to be a time jump. Because yes. I think that this whole thing takes place over what, like five years or something. Something um, like that. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that we're going to get a time jump and hopefully earlier on and then throughout it, we'll have K2SO. I'm hoping I really want to see Alan Tudyk back in that role, but yeah. Yeah. I want to see Alan Tudyk back. Absolutely. So does that just leave movies, trailers, and news? Yep. What you got for movies? There wasn't a lot there either. Um, watch the classic. Well, classic for me. Um, Julia had been watching a TikTok the other day, and she's like, do you know this movie, Blast from the Past? And I'm like, do I know Blast from the Past? I fucking love Blast from the Past. She's like, I don't think that I've ever seen it. She's like, but I'm looking at this clip here and it's got Alicia Silverstone, Brendan Fraser, and Nathan Fillion in it. And I was like, yep, I know exactly what you're talking about. And yep. uh, so I was like, we're fucking watching that because that movie is gold. It is solid gold in every way, shape, and form. Uh, not to mention the fact Brendan Fraser is having a comeback right now. So yep. hell yeah. And I'll always jump at an opportunity to see young Nathan Fillion. Um, mm back when he was just a pretty boy. Yeah. Uh, solid gold. That movie is just solid, solid gold laughed at the end of it. She was like, yeah, I have seen that before. I just, you know, it's been a long time. And, um, but laughed our asses off. Um, it's touching. It's is funny. That, is that the one where Brendan Fraser's parents, they think that the a bomb's coming. And so they go to the, uh, the bomb shelter, the fallout bomb, shelter, because there's a difference. And, okay. All right. All right. All right. That's what I yeah. thought. Yeah. Sissy Spacek and uh, Christopher Walken are his parents. Yep. yep. Uh, Dave Foley plays uh, Alicia Silverstone's gay roommate. Um, it, uh, it's just, it's absolutely pure gold. I loved every minute of that. Um, can't say enough good things about it. Nice. Yeah. Um, I actually do want to say that I forgot about this. I just remember. So like with the kids yesterday, we watched Garfield's Thanksgiving and Charlie Brown Thanksgiving, you know, a couple Thanksgiving specials. Are sure. you aware of any others? The only other one that rings a bell. I remember watching it when I was a kid, but I've never seen it like since then. It was Mouse on the Mayflower. It was a Bass and Rankin special similar to like all the other ones they did at Christmas time. But there's really no Thanksgiving specials, is there? No, I think that for the most part, Thanksgiving was football and Macy's Day Parade. Yeah. There's always the parade, but yeah, so we watched those. Kate and I started to watch more of season four of The Sinner. Mm. And we were watching episode, I think it was five or six. I don't know. And we were both just like, God, this fucking sucks. But we want to know what happened. So I went ahead and I read the synopses to all the remaining <laughs> episodes, like off yep. of Wikipedia to her. And we called it a day. Nice. So the only movie I watched this cycle uh, was last Thursday. I watched A Christmas Story Christmas. I remember you sent me the message. So I loved it. <clears throat> yeah. 
I loved it. Yeah, I really did. Like, I love the original Christmas story. It's one of my favorite films. I love Gene Shepard. I've watched all the other stuff that they've made of his work. And, you know, when he's involved, it's 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 funny. It's memorable to me. It's a great job. Uh, a Christmas Story 2 was just <coughs> blasphemy. Mm-hmm. Blasphemy. It was terrible, terrible, terrible. It was teenage, you know, Ralphie. What does Ralphie want now? Like, it was garbage. This was done beautifully. Uh, a, a great level of nostalgia and homages to the original. But having that original cast aspect in there was fantastic. Would have been great if Melinda Dillon would have played the mom again. But she doesn't act anymore. And then, you know, Darren McGavin, the old man, he, he's been dead for years. Right. Um, you know, in, in the movie, his character dies. And that's what makes Ralphie and his family go back to his, his childhood home. And we see his childhood friends and we see the house again and everything else. And it was just it was just brilliantly done. Like they really you can tell that there was a lot of love and care that went into making this. Um, I got emotional a couple of times. Maybe I ugly cried a little bit at the end. <laughs> nice. Um, and maybe others won't like it as much as I do. I get, but I, I just, I adored it. Nice. I, uh, we, we talked and we want to, we're going to watch that, but we're waiting to do like a whole Christmas thing here. Now, whether that's going to be like, every day of December we do another Christmas movie or yeah. whether we just like start steamrolling through things. Cause there's a lot of different Christmas movies and TV shows, yeah. um, either ones that we've seen or that we were like, Oh, we should add this to the list. So that is up there on the list. Uh, the new, uh, Will Ferrell and Ryan Reynolds spirited. spirited. Yeah. That's out now. You know, we're holding off on that until after Thanksgiving. Um, so I normally I'm a big hey Thanksgiving before Christmas let's get through one holiday before we have the next yep but I think I broke a knuckle but I didn't want any spoilers um because I, I and I knew I'd get some and I've seen a lot of spoilers pop up on my timeline since the movie came out so I was glad I went ahead and watched it I nice. am gonna hold off on the Christmas side of things typically Thanksgiving. Like with the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, you know, even maybe Thanksgiving night, I'll watch a Christmas, you know, like to me, like, all right, that's the day to start watching Christmas specials. I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, especially the day after. I remember when we were, I remember through my teen years, I feel like Channel 6, our NBC affiliate, they played It's a Wonderful Life either on Thanksgiving night or the day after Thanksgiving. Oh, wow. Every year for many years, NBC, uh, WCHS six had it's a wonderful life on. Um, hmm. So what was the half a movie you watched? <laughs> Smile. You didn't want, you didn't want to finish it. Nope. Um, I didn't hate it, but here's what happened. I started watching it and I went, I know what's going to happen next. And then it happened. And then I went, and I know what's going to happen next. And it happened. And I went, and I know what's going to happen next. And it happened. And I went, you know what? I don't need to watch this. I've seen this movie a million times before. Um, the, the story is not original. It, maybe in this case it was, but it's the same beats where basically you get introduced to somebody who's uh, good in their field. Uh, it, usually some kind of psychiatrist, uh, mental health worker, caseworker, guidance counselor, somebody who helps people. 
Um, they witness a tragedy with one of their patients or students or whatever, um, because that person is plagued by an evil spirit. Now the evil spirit presents to this person slowly and then building up. Um, about the time that the kid opened up his his birthday present and the dead cat was in the box, yeah. I went, okay, that was just done for scare factor. And sure. then you see the the patient sitting in the corner smiling, and I was like, okay. I was like, kind of like you with um, The Sinner. I was like, I can go read a synopsis and see what's happening, you know. But Is that what you did? I, I did not, but please synopsize for me because, yeah. I well, I mean, it's only it's, it's only been on the, the 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 streaming service a little bit. I don't want to ruin it for anyone, but that's true. They do they they do kind of a twisty ending. Okay. Well, I did see something today that said that they're talking about doing a second one, and I'm like, okay, you know, evil spirit. Um, I mean, they could, but like, she's not she's not going to be in it, right? Because. With movies like this, what always happens is that by the end, this person either goes insane or is dead as a result, and yeah. either by their own hand or by the evil spirit convincing them, blah, blah, blah. Um, and then, you know, there's always that little stinger at the end that's like, you know, somebody else sees the smiling demon or whatever. Uh, and that's essentially what happened. I mean, like, yeah. she, she, she's dead at the end. Yeah. Like, she's she's dead, dead. Like, yep. she's not coming back dead. Right. And yeah, essentially her you get yeah, the little stinger else, that Yeah, you get like it was passed on to someone else credits. Yep. So. And again, that's not that it's bad. I'm not saying this was a shit movie. I'm just saying that, you know, for for my time, I'd already seen this a bunch of times. You know, I I've, I've I get, heard this I get story what play saying. out. Yeah. I pick it up what you're putting down. Yeah. No complaints. Uh it seemed to be a good psychological thriller, but yeah. yeah. Uh, trailers. Again, not a lot this week. No. Uh, let's see here. You sent me Gale. Stay away from Oz. Yeah, wasn't that isn't that fucking terrible? So essentially, somebody decided, hey, what if Dorothy became a psycho, and not a psycho as in like a murderer, but like dementia type thing? Yeah, and what killed me about this is that if you if you pick up the pieces they're alluding that she's been crazy for years and kind of you know sitting there in a home catatonic blah 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 um yet she has a granddaughter Mm -hmm. so at least for a small period of time there she was probably dating got married had a kid kid. we then had a kid yeah um so if if they're trying to say she's been crazy since she came back, doesn't match nah, up. Yeah, does. Yeah, that was that was my thing. Yeah, she could have been nuts since she came back. She had a kid who had a kid. Yeah. I mean, I guess granted she could have been raped and then had the baby at the institution and they put her child up for adoption. But then why does she know this is her grandmother? Right. And, yeah. and goes so calmly to see her. Although, yeah. again, you know when when she seems to meet her grandmother she's like hey it's me i'm your granddaughter when you say i'm your granddaughter that to me that's you've never that's met an this alzheimer's before. dementia thing <laughs> i'm reminding you who i am that's how i took that one gotcha okay yeah anyways uh, i'm not gonna watch it <clears throat> no no i'm not either um <laughs> <laughs> 
What? <laughs> the headline for that news article that I sent you. I oh. cannot believe Kevin Smith's best people. film is getting a sequel. And I finally went, oh, getting a sequel. Finally getting a sequel. Oh, cool. Oh, that looks like Dogma. Yeah, because that's an image from Dogma. Uh-huh. And then you click on it, and this fucking moron says that Red State is Kevin Smith's best film? Yeah. Are you yeah. kidding me? I don't know who the fuck this writer is, but he yeah. is no fucked in credibility. The head. None. Zero credibility. It's on Giant Freaking Robots webpage. Red State. Zero. Uh, James Brazula. You have no credibility with me ever. Anything else you ever write, don't care. You're an idiot. You, you could say that Andor is the best Star Wars series to date, and I will still not trust you. Yeah. Because no, you, you have you saying you saying that Kevin Smith's best film is Red State. It should have been Dogma. I saw that headline and I was like, "Fuck, we're getting a second Dogma." What is yeah, he going to no. do? This will no. be great. No, Red State two. You Ooh. haven't watched Clerks three yet, have you? No, but I wanted to tell you, um, I did some shopping a while back and I got more of those like uh, take your time credits on Amazon, you know, where they're like, Oh, well, if you don't need it rushed. So I had seven fifty, and some of it was going to start expiring. So uh, clerks three was nine bucks. So I paid a dollar 50 and I own it now. So I'm going to sit down and watch it. Um, Trying to figure out. Yeah. I think Addison's going to get it for me for my, for Christmas because she's like wanting to find, I'm like, well, I want Clerks 3 on Blu-ray if you want to get that. And she's like, oh, send me the link. So I send her a link, and she's like, oh, okay. And I mean, it's, I'm going to buy it regardless. Yeah. So I was thinking the other day, like, I was looking at my DVDs. I mean, I'm, every once in a while, I try to downsize because I don't really buy a lot of new ones. Like, I already did my Black Friday DVD shopping <coughs> or Blu-ray shopping. I yep. picked up the Batman because I like it that much, I wanted to own it. Okay. Um, I also picked up the John Wick chapters one through three because I don't actually own those. Uh, and then um, well, a couple others no, it doesn't matter. But then the other big one was it was ten bucks on DVD, and it was the original Spider-Man trilogy and the Amazing like Spider-Man. Like Tobey Maguire. Yeah. Hmm. All five of them for nine ninety six at Walmart on DVD in one set. Nice, nice. And I was like, I have the originals on DVD, but they're all at my ex wife's house. Mm. I don't have the other two for ten bucks. I don't need and on Blu-ray. It was like forty. So I was like, for ten bucks, I'll buy them on DVD. I don't care. But anyhow, speaking so, of Spider-Man, by the way, yeah. Did we talk about the fact that Oscar Isaac is going to be voicing uh, Spider-Man 2099 in Into the Spider-Verse Part 2? Yes. Love that. I know. I'm pretty pumped about that. <laughs> um, but anyway, so I, I constantly think about downsizing. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking, like, an evening with Kevin Smith, 1, 2, and 3. Do I need those anymore? You I know what I mean? Do. Like, I do, I need do. To, do I need to hear his stories? Do I give a shit about them anymore? Do you do you ever put the DVDs in there? Like, do you I ever put them in? Dude, I have not watched those in a. I, I I don't even know how long. I didn't buy four and five. You know what I mean? Um, Sounds like you have a trip to Bull Moose in your future, my friend. Well, I was just there. Sat. I was just there yesterday. Hmm. 
but I didn't bring them with me. I, I tell one of the things I did take the Bumbles yesterday was Jay and Silent Bob do Degrassi because I <laughs> had that on DVD. I'm like, I don't need this. Like, you know, I just try to downsize the collection a little bit. You know, yeah. what do I really need? What do I really want? What do I really watch? It's not like it's that big to begin with, but that's pretty damn big. Yeah, that's what she said. But, ah, uh, well, um, let's see here. The recruit. I'm sorry, missing. I'm sorry. Uh, Hold on. Yeah. James Wan. Oh, and, shit. No, I got. Yeah, I'm down too yeah. far down the list. Yeah. Jason Bloom and James Wan are going to, uh, by their powers combined. Yeah. Um. I mean, cool they're working together. What are they going to do next? Pull Ryan Murphy in? Be like, right. let's let's do this. Let's make all the horror. <laughs> I mean, it's cool they're working together. I, I, I mean, I think whether they're working together or working apart, we're going to get some either great or terrible movies because that's mm-hmm. how it works. Yeah. It it doesn't make it doesn't make me go, oh man, they're going to work <laughs> together. I'm just like. No. No, seeing James Gunn taking over DC, you know, Warner Brothers DC right, studio. Right, fuck right. yeah. Fuck yeah. yeah. This I'm like, okay. Yeah. You it's, I'm indifferent to it because I don't really, I don't think it's going to get cooler. No. You know no. what I mean? Like I said, the next one they'll bring in is Ryan Murphy. And then if they yeah. try to bring in Jordan Peele, you know, right. Pretty soon they'll be the ticket master of horror. Whatever, as long as not charging me all these absorbent fees. Um, Netflix announced the Gamera Rebirth Project. You know, it was a, a competing company's answer to Godzilla, a giant turtle. Yeah. I'll check it out, probably. Yeah, kaiju. Kaiju can be fun. Yep. Or they can be terrible. Yep. There's no middle ground. You sent the trailer to Missing, which is like a uh, not really a live action, but um, not live action. It's not what I want. Um, it's not a, a direct face, sequel to. It's a FaceTime movie. Yeah, well, it's it's from the same people who brought you um, uh, the one with John Cho. Yeah, yes, I know exactly which one you're talking about. Yes, searching. For his daughter. searching. Searching. Yeah. yeah, it's the sequel to Searching. It's different it's, people, but it's the same synopsis using live stream, social media is whatever it is to tell their story. So, I mean, I'll probably check it out because I thought searching was good, but yeah, it didn't blow. It didn't knock my socks off. Yep. What'd you think of the recruit trailer you sent? Interesting. Um, another, another super CIA type person. It's going to be a TV series. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so. I don't know. I'll check it out. Yeah. Yeah. I know what you mean. Um, Elemental. Okay. Pixar, Disney, animated. The city where uh, every inhabitant is one of the four elements. You know, fire, water, earth, or air in some capacity. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, looks cute. What what they say, like, her name is Ember and his name is... Wade? Wade, yeah. Because he's water and she's fire. You know, they'll have to find a way to live together. I uh, I sent you a couple articles just because of our conversation last week. I wasn't trying yeah. to be like, you know, yeah, look at this. It was more like, here's what I was talking about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> fucking, no, I, I fucking Twitter yeah. is burning to the ground. Like, yeah. 
Like he know. fired he fired the head of physical security, you know, the guy who does all the uh badges and everything, and uh fired him and then fired a bunch of other people and they couldn't get out of the garage. They were trapped in there for hours because yep. the guy who handles the door locks had been fired. Right. You think he would unlock the doors for them before he left? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I I we'll see what happens. Well, I mean, Trump and Kanye are back on there after their lifetime bans. So, yeah, you but know, things are going well. They're already blocked. I've already blocked them. So who cares? <laughs> uh, and the other platform that I was talking about is called Mastodon. Apparently, that's the one that people are looking at right now and saying, will this be the next Twitter yeah, or not? I, I have a ma- I've had a Mastodon account now for quite a while because my buddy uh, Brandon was on it. So I kind of created one. Just take a look at it. And mm, gotcha. The other one I've heard about recently a lot is Hive. Oh, I, don't, I haven't heard about that one. I haven't seen it either, but it, it's 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 just a social media, you know. Mm-hmm. Similar. Um, Amazon, Sony, Spider-Man spinoff to Amazon TV series Silk, the Spider Society. Very odd. Moon. Yeah, very odd. Like Amazon is is going to produce Sony stuff. Yeah. For Sony Spider Verse stuff, that's not going to be tied to the MCU, so it's it's not going to be anywhere near Disney, but it's still going to be official Spider-Man canon. I don't know if it'll yeah. have any ties whatsoever to the Spider Verse. I don't. I'm, I'm, I don't know. I mean, it says expand Sony's live action Spider Verse, but Sony's live action yeah. Spider Verse is Venom. And Venom and Carnage, and Morbius. Um, I can't really count, you know, the the MCU movies as Sony's live action no, Spider Verse. Either, either can I? You, uh, no, you can't. So I don't know. It's it's interesting. <laughs> I feel like this is going to be another messy thing. Not the not the Spider Society, but basically everything that's going on with that and Sony versus Marvel, et cetera, is going to become another DC thing where you've yeah. got like 30,000 different superhero properties and you've got the animated ones, which are different than the live ones, but even the live ones aren't the same. And you've got like 16 Batman and none of them match up with the 52 jokers. And yeah. Yeah. That's about it for me. That's about it for me as well. We we knew going into this that it was going to be a short week, but yeah, still hit an hour and thirteen minutes. It's not bad. Well, yeah, yeah, that's not bad at all. But if we had just talked strictly about shows and whatnot, it'd, it'd be like a half hour less, probably twenty minutes. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, I'm on Twitter for now. I'm Superstar Mel. <laughs> And I'm over there, allegedly, the Quantum Geek G33K. And that is our, that's, yeah, that's our show, all right. That's episode 333. 333. Triple three. <laughs> we'll talk to you next week. Later, later. Later.